I'm Jamie Gennaro, and this is Business for Humans. Let's talk about taking your business to a new level without the suits and without being a robot. Here, you can be yourself, you can be imperfect, you can be flawed, and you can still have raging success. So let's go. Hello. Welcome, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. I feel like this topic, (laughs) I guess I say this a lot, but I feel like this topic is really important. So one thing that's really fun about doing this podcast is seeing themes that crop up with my clients and then being able to bring them to you. So one of the themes that's coming up a lot lately is procrastination. People are putting things off. And procrastination obviously is a very superficial manifestation of what's happening below the surface, right? So what's happening below the surface, it's basically what it always is, which is fear, right? What is the fear that's preventing you from taking action? Why are you afraid to take action? And what are you afraid may or may not happen, right? We like to fail ahead of time. (laughs) This is just something we naturally do. We fail ahead of time. So what are you projecting into the future that you think is going to go wrong, which is preventing you from taking action? It's It's a circle with procrastination because sometimes what we do is we get into this trap of doing things that feel productive, that feel healthy, but what they're really doing is stopping us from taking the action that we know we need to take to get to the place where we know we want to go, but we're also afraid that we might not be able to get there. So here are some tools to help you with this cycle of procrastination. First of all, it's really good to be aware of when it's happening. Because sometimes when you decide to take a course or you decide to read a book or you decide to go to a conference before you take action, you have to know when that is the right time to slow down and absorb more information before you go forward and when you're doing those things to prevent yourself from taking action, right? Like I'm all for conferences and professional development and trainings and courses. I'm all for it. But if you're continually signing up for things, thinking that somehow it's going to be a magic bullet that you won't have to do the work, then that's procrastination, right? That's buffering. That's using those things to buffer against the taking action. And the reason you're not taking action is because you're afraid. So awareness is key. You want to make sure that you're looking at your activities and sort of mining for those places where you might be buffering against taking action, even if it looks productive. So find some awareness around it. And then what I want you to do is I want you to really dig in to the fear. What could it be there to tell you? Like, why are you avoiding feeling into this fear? What are you afraid of? write all the things down. Even if they seem a little bit, I don't know, maybe they don't feel completely true, but if it's coming up, give it a chance. 
right? Give it a chance, let it sort of, you know, write it down on a piece of paper and let it come out, right? And then you can evaluate it, but don't judge it as it's coming up. Just let all of the ideas and thoughts around what you might be afraid of, let them all come to the surface, give them all time and space. Don't don't stop them with your brain, right? Like don't start to judge and decide whether or not they're the right things. So get those fears down on paper and then start to understand them and start to build a plan and problem solve around them. So one of the things I want you to look at are what are your resources? Who are your people? What are the ways that you can get additional support? So resources, people, support. So resources might be you need to get a loan or you need to look for grants that might be available or um, you do need more training, right? Th- these are resources at your disposal. People are, who are your people? Who are the people that you need to nurture you, to support you, to encourage you, to talk to? Find your people. If you don't have them, find places where these people might be. Start building a community if you don't feel like you have one. Lean into a support team because that's what's going to help get you to the next level. So look around and see who your people are. And if you don't have the right people around you, people who are aligned with where you're going, start to build that community. And we can I can do a whole other podcast about building community. Um, and then I want you to think about what is, you know, what is ultimately the outcome that you're looking for from this and what else do you need to be able to get yourself to that outcome? So it's, it's, a, it's looking at this fear as, I don't want to call it a problem, but it's just like a math problem, right? It's just a problem that needs to be looked at and analyzed and figured out. So take the emotional part out of it, right? It's okay to look at fear as an objective sort of item <laughs> in your in your world, right? Pull away all the personal things that are wrapped up in it and look at it objectively. Look at it third person and see what the solutions are that might help you get past this fear. So I want to use an example. Let's talk about scarcity. It's an example I use a lot, but I think especially right now, crazy things are going on in the world. We also have a down economy. I think I'm talking to a lot of entrepreneurs that that are struggling right now. So it's fall of 2023. A lot of people are seeing Um, services businesses slow down and also product-based businesses slow down because people are more careful about their money, more careful about being intentional about what's happening in their lives and what's going to happen next for them. And planning, right? A lot of people are kind of in a planning mode right now as we approach 2024. So a lot of times like budgets kind of tend to slow down at the end of the year. So businesses are feeling it and and solopreneurs and small businesses are feeling this fear of 
not being able to pay their bills, not being able to pay their people, not being able to plan for 2024 because they don't know what kind of revenue they can expect and if it's going to continue to be a down economy. So the fear, if you follow it all the way down the rabbit hole, the fear is of failure and the fear is of not surviving, right? So this is what happens in our prefrontal cortex. It's all about survival. And sometimes the survival instinct is justified. Sometimes you do need to consider and be responsible about what does survival look like? And sometimes it's not actually a threat to your survival. The things that you're considering as fears may not actually be things that are going to kill you ultimately, right? Like that's the ultimate final destination of the fear is, will I die? in this situation. So when you look at scarcity, it's really important to look at it through the lens of what resources do I have at my disposal, right? So I'm worried about my business. I'm worried about my revenue. I'm worried about paying people. Let me just do an evaluation of my current resources, right? So if we look at finances, we need to look at the money in the bank, the money that you have available to you, the loans and grants and um, you know any government assistance, you need to do an evaluation of all the resources that are available to you. And guess what's going to happen as you start to do that? It's taking action. Sometimes it's easier to sit in fear than to take action against it. So procrastination doesn't just show up at the end of the cycle. <laughs> it shows up everywhere it could possibly show up because you are feeling afraid and your body and brain want you to feel good. So they're going to seek out pleasure, right? They're going to seek out ways to make yourself feel better and not feel scared. And I am encouraging you that rather than going into a space that's not going to help actually help you, it's just taking you away from the feeling. I want you to go into this place of evaluating your resources so that your brain is connecting a solution to the problem, right? So before you decide that you're not going to be able to pay people or that your business is going downhill, take inventory of all possible resources. Guess what this does? Besides it putting you in like a realistic place in your business, it also starts to make you feel empowered. Because guess what? You get to control your destiny. So it's at this place in a business where maybe people have been doing well and then they get to a place where maybe they're two or three years in, I would say up to five years. Once you've been running a business for five years, you really like, you know, the flow and and you're, you're less in scarcity mode. But I think, you know, in the beginning of a business, you might hit a down economy and think, well, that's it right? Like it's time for me to go look for a job. And if you look at the resources, if you spend some time really digging into that, number one, welcome to business ownership. Like looking at resources is kind of like a constant in your business, right? It's resources in terms of people working for you, money, clients, these are all resources. So you're going to constantly be taking inventory of your, of your resources. So now's a good time 
look at the reality of the situation. Now, here's what's going to happen. If you look at the reality of the situation and you're like, yeah, cool, feels good, like feels safe, I've got this, then you want to go into kind of, you want to look at your people, but then you want to go into like a planning mode, like, okay, with these resources, what's the best way for me to utilize them? But we're not there yet because <laughs> we're still trying to buffer ourselves away from doing this work. So taking inventory of the resources is going to make you feel empowered. It's going to make you feel like a business owner. And it's also going to put you in a position of understanding, like, am I safe? Right? Because if survival mode is about feeling safe. Am I safe? And doing this evaluation, I have to be honest and realistic here. It's not always going to result in I have an abundance of resources. That's just not the reality for everyone. So I want you to be really, really, really honest with yourself as you do this evaluation. Because if you get to the point where you're looking at your resources and you're like, I'm actually in the red and I don't see a way for me to get out of it, you need to take action. Okay. So this is an action point. You're already taking action because you're doing the work to look at your resources, but you need to take the appropriate action next. I think that in if you're in this position of evaluating your resources, it's likely that that activity is going to make you feel safe, but it's not guaranteed depending on who you are and where you are in the business. And what we do when we procrastinate, sometimes that is not something we want to look at, right? So if you're in the red and you're, you have a dream and you're, you're trying to move towards this dream, but the reality is that you're in the red, it's not surprising that you've been procrastinating because you didn't want to look at this. And it's okay. Here's what I want to tell you too. Time is your friend. Okay. There is no rush. So whether you look at your resources and you feel safe and you feel abundant now, well, now you have to make a plan. And that plan doesn't have to manifest in a day, right? That plan might take six months to come to fruition. That's okay. You, you have the resources. You've seen it. You feel safe now. You don't have to activate your survival instincts. If, on the other hand, you're in the red and you're not going to be able to bring this to fruition right now, it's time for planning right? It's time to plan for what are the steps you need to take to get back to this place. If this is a dream that you want to launch a business or grow a business, what do you need to do in the interim to get yourself back to that place? And please be honest with yourself. In both cases, be honest. So if you need to get a job and you need to have that job for the next year to be able to have the resources available to you again, just be realistic about that. And there's a way to plan into that that doesn't feel bad, right? Like we can, we can make that process feel as good as possible, okay? So I'll circle back to that. But I want you to be really, really honest in this evaluation of your resources. Be very honest if your resources are actually making you safe. And be honest if your resources aren't and then start to make a plan. Now, what are you going to need as you start to make that plan? Support, right? You're going to need to support. So if you're in the red, 
you might need a different kind of support than in your if you're in that place of abundance, right? Who are your people? Now, this is personal and professional. So who are the people that make you feel supported and encouraged and nurtured? Who makes you feel like you could do anything, right? And then also, who are the people who are on a similar path? Whatever you're doing, who are people in your industry? Who are people that um, you can relate to around work things? One of the processes I'm working on with a client is, you know, it's a client who's an artist. You might have met her when I had her on the podcast, Rachel. So Rachel's looking, you know, she moved out of a job where she had colleagues and she had people that she could kind of lean on and talk to about work. And so they kind of bridged that gap of friendship and colleague, like you're a work friend, but I can, but I can talk to you about work. And also, you know, I feel connected to you as a person. When you don't have work colleagues, you have to seek them out. So we're in the process of trying to build her basically like a community of colleagues, even though she's working on her own. So where can you find and build that community if you don't already have it, right? Sometimes you have to seek it out. So again, we're understanding where we are. We're taking note of where we are and understanding who our people are. And sometimes that group is abundant. And sometimes that group is in the red, right? Like sometimes we don't have the right people around us. And that might be the reason why we haven't moved forward as quickly as we would have liked. So take inventory of your people, right? Like who are the people? Who do you need? Do you need a mentor? Do you need a coach? Are you looking for colleagues? Or do you have this abundant group of people that you just haven't been leaning into? Have you not been reaching out to people to say, listen, I'm, my resources are low. I need some help. Here's what I need. You know, can you help guide support me? Maybe you're asking for, you know, financing or investment. That's not something I would say you want to mire between like friends and family. But if you're looking at your people and you're looking at your community, it's also kind of like looking at a resource. Like, is there, are you connected to someone who's connected to someone who might be an angel investor, right? Like just start taking note of the reality of your situation. Because what happens more often is that we we forget that we have these resources. We forget that we have this community. We get into this pattern of feeling like we're alone. We have to do this by ourselves. We're a solopreneur. We have to prove something. No, you don't. This is about doing this in the way that has the less, least amount of friction as possible, right? It should bring you joy. Guess what brings people joy? Being with other people, right? It should bring you joy. It should bring you connection. It should bring you purpose. It should make you feel aligned, right? Should. <laughs> I'm shitting on you right now. <laughs> but you know what I'm getting at. Like these are, the, these are the things we're seeking. Sometimes we forget that we have all of these resources and people. So we create a problem that's not really a problem. And then we buffer away from that problem and we don't, give ourselves that empowerment of finding the solution. We just buffer away from it because we don't want to look at the reality. 
But more often than not, the reality is actually better than we thought it was. We actually have more resources at our disposal. We actually have a pretty dang amazing community, right? I think one of the thought patterns I get into a lot because I live abroad, um, I'm not that connected to the Dutch culture. I don't speak the language, quite frankly. It's so embarrassing, but I mean, I I can get around, right? I can have a very, very basic conversation, but I'm not really immersed, right? I'm not like really deep into, um, what's the word? I don't know. I'm just, I haven't really like adapted, I guess, to the culture. And so sometimes what I do is I retreat. So I pull myself out of situations, deciding ahead of time how it's going to be, because it's going to be hard to sort of introduce myself in English, or it's going to be hard to kind of like network with people in this culture. It's such a farce. Like it's so untrue. There are so many amazing communities in, you know, in my town, in Amsterdam. So I live in Leiden. So I'm a film buff. There's a beautiful, amazing international film festival going on right now in my town. Like it's amazing. And when I went to check it out, everybody was speaking English. All their um, reviews of the films are all in English. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> like, what do you, why are you convincing yourself that there's no community for you here? Right. Like when I really take note and 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 look at where I am and what's available to me the story in my head is not actually true. So remember that as you go through this process, right? That usually what you see on paper, what you see when you're really evaluating your situation is not necessarily connected to the the thought that you have of your situation, which is, hello, a roadblock, which is, hello, why you're procrastinating. So let's just review, (laughs) because I feel like this is such like a centerpiece of everything that we do, right? This is about relationships. This is about our trajectory. It's about our goals and dreams and getting to those places and where we stop ourselves. So procrastination is tied to fear. And we need to be real about that. Where are we buffering? Even when we feel like we're being productive, let's Let's be aware. Let's look at the activities we're doing in our lives and understand where we're pushing away from discomfort, pushing away from fear, not wanting to see the reality of things, not wanting to take note of it, running away from it. Where what might we be doing that? Bring awareness to that. Then take inventory of your resources. So what is this thing that you're running away from? Why are you running away from it? what is the survival part to this, right? And I'm just using scarcity as an example, but if you feel like, you know, do you have the money to continue doing the thing you're doing or want to do? Do you have the resources available? Take honest inventory of that. And then take honest inventory of your support group. Who's around you? Who can help you through this? Who are your guides and mentors? And who are the people who you can connect with on a work level. So these are the ways that we can kind of start to elevate ourselves out of the procrastination piece, right? Because now we're taking action that's actually going to get us to the next place, 
right? So taking inventory doesn't mean taking the action to the thing, but it is the right direction, right? It is, it is an, it is an action, but you can't let yourself stop there because your brain is going to try to stop you at, okay, took inventory done. Now I'm ready to go have pleasure again, right? Like I'm done with the work. So when you start to feel like you're procrastinating, now you have to make a plan. You've taken account of your resources. You've taken account of your people and your support group. So what is next? Like, what are the actions that I need to take next to get me where I'm trying to go? So are you going to take a job and get yourself back in the black, pull in your support people, and then do the X, Y, Z. Like that's your plan. Then what's the timeline is your plan. Like, okay, I have enough resources to keep doing this. Now what I need to do is pull in my support people and then get myself to the next X, Y, Z. Right. So now that you know where you are and where you stand and you're being honest about it, now you can make a plan. And at every step of that plan, your brain is going to try to stop you because it's work. (laughs) You don't like to work. So you need to bring elements of joy into that plan, right? Elevate it, make it feel fun and interesting and purpose-led. And that's where the community part comes in too. You don't have to do it by yourself. So think about your people, like where might you want to bring them along to make this journey more interesting and fun and viable and sustainable and long-term and interesting to you and challenging. How can you lean on those resources and support people to make this journey a journey that you want to be on, that you're motivated to take each step and each action? When that procrastination piece comes up, just again, like go back to this whole circle, bring awareness to it. Where is the procrastination coming from? Like, why are you leaning out of those actions? What is causing you to lean out? What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? Keep asking yourself that question every time the procrastination comes up. And one thing, you know, I love talking about books and one of my clients recommended Atomic Habits by James Clear. I think I'm somebody who's pretty good at giving myself good habits and letting go of bad habits. I kind of take inventory of that pretty often in my life. But I think one thing that really stuck with me in that book is this idea of like, reduce the friction, right? If you want to take action, let's say in your business, reduce the friction. Don't do the things that feel impossible improve by 1%. You don't have to improve by 100% or or 50%, 1%. So it's not about, okay, now I'm going to go out and run a marathon. Now I'm going to go out and land 14, 15 clients. Now I'm going to build a group program and fill it and sell out, right? That feels impossible from zero, right? To go from zero to a hundred, there's a lot of friction. But if you're like, I'm just going to put on my shoes it feels really different. I talk about this a lot. Like all you have to do is open the door and walk outside. What you do out there is kind of irrelevant. Building a good habit is just doing that first step of tying your shoes, rolling out the yoga mat, 
putting your supplements on the counter where you can see them, that's a 1% increase, right? You just have to do like, what's, how can you prevent the friction? Just do something really simple. Don't, don't set yourself this goal that, I mean, I love goals, but they're out there, right? Like they're, they're out there. You need to do something today that's going to take action and it can't feel too big. It has to feel reasonable, pleasurable, interesting, fun. And sometimes it's not like exercising isn't fun for everyone, but it's necessary. So it's like, well, what can I do to make that more fun? Like listen to music, listen to a podcast, go somewhere fun, go with a friend, buy some new shoes so that I feel like I'm comfortable in, you know, like taking walks and running doesn't cause me pain because I'm wearing the wrong shoes, right? 1% incremental shifts, micro shifts, take these small, small, small steps because no matter what you're going forward, right? You've already figured out your situation. You've looked at your resources, your people and your plan. So you know where the procrastination is going to come up. It's whenever you feel friction. So where can you reduce the friction? 1%, 1%, 1%. Guess what? Eventually 1% equals 100 right? It takes a hundred one percents to get to a hundred percent. So that can happen if you're looking at each place where you have to take that action and removing the friction and making it more fun and, and people getting people involved oftentimes is the way to get yourself to those places. So procrastination, fear, resources, people, planning, this is going to be a humongous shift for you and your business. It has been for me. I mean, I can tell you in the last week, applying some of these principles, my whole world is changing. It's helping me make decisions because I have evaluated these pieces. And so instead of you know deciding not to make decisions because I'm worried about my resources or I'm worried about my people, I'm making decisions going, no, 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 no. Sorry, brain, you are wrong. I do have the resources and I do have the people and I'm making the plan. So so get out of my way. (laughs) Get out of my way. I've got this. And I've got the community that's going to help me get there. So I hope this is helpful. I love this. And coming up next week, again, is another client conversation that I'm super excited about. So I will leave it at that. See you next week. You've been listening to Business for Humans. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And please leave a review so that other business owners can find the show. Learn more at practica.consulting.com.